I'm a hose guy. Were you a hose guy? You know, there are hose guys. There are not, you know, non-hose guys. You know how much hose I've got? Uh, no. You know, this sounds like a joke. <laughs> this sounds like a joke, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I got 600 feet of hose. I've definitely got a hose in my backyard. I got 600 feet of it, baby. So, just come over. I want to wash your car. So, if she were to tune in at 10 o'clock, she would call the radio station. Be you're off the air. <laughs> hello, hello. I was trying. Uh, I don't uh, think yeah. Hello. Hello, yeah. It's the Brian Pierce show. I don't think your station's on the air. No, we're, I'm up talking to you right hello. now, Brian Pierce. Is somebody there? Yeah, I'm right here talking to you. Hello. Hello. Well, going once. Did I, did I get the wrong number? No, you got the right number. It's 629-7970. Uh, Call Brian. Fire it up. Fire uh, it up. All right. I was just listening to the guys with the nasal <laughs> voices a minute ago, and they sounded fine. But, well, uh, those guys always make fun of me for these voices. I don't know what the problem is here. Hello? They put you up to this? Anybody there? That this Mike and Mocha's doing right here? Hello? Oh, those guys, I tell you. Those uh, jokers. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you back. what. 1979, this thing wouldn't have flown. Must be my Bluetooth. I'll call back in a second. Welcome in to episode four of the Mike and Mo. Do I, is I it lost up to count. five? No, is, I don't know. I, 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 it's episode four, I think. Okay. It's, it's, it's when things really get good. If we go by the Star Wars principle, <laughs> it's when things get really good is in episode four of the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. I'm Mike Winmacher. Hi, I'm Johnny Molson. Yeah, as if you didn't know. Like the people and, listening to this are don't. Right. People are just stumbling upon this for the first time. Like, oh, I'm going to give this one a click. Let's see what's going on here. For those of you just tuning in, once again, I'm Johnny Molson, and that's Mike Winmacher. And uh, so we got some of the questions from uh, This Week in Ask Reddit. But we also, if you listen to last week's episode, we have a Dear Prudy mm. that could actually fit in if we continue down with the Awkward Boner podcast. One of the working titles of the show. Yeah, we don't yeah we're Please, not quite sure. Uh, you know, Submit. Uh, comment below and tell us what this show should be called. Right. I would say send an email, but then I would be giving the radio station, you know, whatever. Just just comment below. So uh, we begin this week in Ask Reddit, which I think is this is a fantastic question because we've all been there. Mm -hmm. We've all suffered an injury where we're embarrassed to tell someone yes. how we got it. So the question is, what is the dumbest way you've been hurt? I will take the floor first because it's a story I've shared a numerous amount of times. It's the story where it was the last, it was finals week in college, of my senior year of college, uh, first semester. And for some reason, I don't know what class this individual was in, but someone asked if anyone had a scissor, scissors in, in, in the, in the uh, townhouse that I lived in. I jumped up and said, I do. And I ran upstairs to, to my particular room. I grabbed the scissors, started running down the stairs. And at the time, I don't... You, you, you ran up and you ran down. Two things you're not supposed to do with scissors. But at the time, I don't know what my deal was. I would do this thing where I would propel myself down flights of stairs like by putting arms onto the walls. I got you. And then kind of catapulting myself... Like, look at me, I'm a daredevil. I don't know if it's because Spider-Man was big, yeah. like the original Tobey Maguire, or what it was. Like or I was trying, TJ Hooker or exactly, something. Exactly. Or I was trying to, like, peacock for, like, that was going <laughs> to impress women or something. So with a scissors in my hand, I go to kind of propel myself through the air down the last flight of stairs of the particular townhome. What I didn't see was the overhang of the stairwell. <laughs> so instead, I propel myself headfirst into that, proceed to hit that mid-flight, and just bam! Wow. Down on the floor. Now, 
everyone had been gathered around, like watching a movie or whatever it may be in the living room. No one says anything. Because it's one of those things of like, when you know someone's done something dumb, you kind of, you don't say anything <laughs> for a second. So I'm like, oh, thank God. No one, no one saw. As if no one saw. Like they heard the thud. They right. know what's going on. Luckily, the, the scissor doesn't come into play at all. Doesn't cut me, cut me at all. It was the overhang. So then I sit down on the couch, mortified. And one of my friends turns to me and goes, got a nice fall there, huh? <laughs> and I was like, oh. Are we just going to ignore what happened? Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, damn, you saw that? He goes, how could we not? You yeah. shook the whole house. Mm. I'm like, man, I'm so embarrassed. It was at that point where I feel liquid on my oh, head. Oh, really? Yeah, I feel liquid on my head. And I go, well, I think it's like I'm going to have to go to the hospital. And everyone's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm bleeding. So... Girlfriend at the time flips out. She's sure. like, oh, my God, blood. Oh, my God, blood. The majority of the people had been drinking. So no one was <laughs> able to. I can't drive. I'm like, I had not been drinking, but I can't drive myself. The girlfriend's too hysterical to have, to drive me anywhere. Majority of other jamokes are inebriated, so they can't drive. So finally, the couple of freshman kids were like, well, we can drive you to the, to the, to the hospital. So try to explain the situation to the attendant at the ER and tell them you're not inebriated. Right. You, you just came from a college campus. You say, I launched myself down a staircase. You know, it's a thing I do. People yeah, know it, me for this. It's right, my trademark. It's, it's my thing. I'm a, I'm a freestyle walker. It's an X game thing. <laughs> and so I'm inventing parkour. Uh, right. I was ahead of the curve. Right. <laughs> and so so they weren't buying that I wasn't inebriated. So the sta- <laughs> so the so the stapler comes out, right? Sure. And they're like, we're gonna have to get I have to get like six staples in there. And so they go, we're going to try it first with, without any anesthesia. Why not? Because they thought I was, they still thought I was drunk. They're oh, like, well, so they, they didn't want to, yeah. They're like, he can't feel any pain. So the first one goes clunk, clunk well, right into my skull. And I'm like, ow, that yeah. hurt a little. And they're like, all right, anesthesia. So yeah, that's, that's my dumbest way I got hurt was launching, propelling myself down a stairway or stairwell with scissors and then cracking my head open. I'm not as, um, I'm not as physical as you are, Mike. I don't think I don't. I, just, I don't do a lot of things. But there's always uh, there was recently. I was I was painting in the kitchen, and um, the, the the thing that they always tell you happened ha- happened. The ladder slipped out from under me. Oh no! Yeah, straight out of the Three Stooges or right. something. Yeah. Um. And so down I go. Uh, something land. I mean, it was it was a hard fall. Ooh. Something landed on the, the 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 paint can was all smushed and mangled by the time I, I got up. Good the lord! Stuff went down the basement stairs. I knocked over. <laughs> oh, I knocked. No. Over, I knocked over a garbage can. I mean, it made wow. It made a, an amazing colossal noise. Didn't hurt myself at all. Nice. Have no scared my daughters to death. Oh, they I'm both, sure. They both came running in here. The dad, and, what's going on, dad? And truly, if the ladder had been like three inches to the left, I would have just gone right down the basement stairs. And oh you know, my god, done a tumble down there. That would have been it. Somehow, I made it all the way through. I mean, it was it was so. I can't even describe the commotion. It uh, seems like a Rube Goldberg thing happened. Like yeah. the paint can went here, then the garbage That's can exactly went down what it and was. rolled the down. The ladder and... slid. I mean, things were bent up. The you know, I mean, it was just ridiculous. Uh, and somehow, did not hurt myself. Now the the opposite of that is I'm I'm one who will throw my back out because I sneezed or I bent over to pick up a tissue or something something that I can't really tell my doctor. 
Right, exactly. How'd that happen? Oh, I was just sleeping wrong. There was a baby under a Volkswagen. You know. <laughs> I had to lift it, uh, and I strained myself. Right, no, nothing. It's just like, I don't know, I opened the I opened the dishwasher. <laughs> it just went, and things went sideways. You got four weeks of physical therapy coming your way. Yeah. Why? Did you agree in an accident? Nope, nope, dishwasher. Yeah. I had, the, the one time I was like 10 years old, I stayed home from school, I had a crick in my neck. Because I slept on it wrong, like mm-hmm. there was like a like a crevice between the wall and the bed, and apparently I stuck my head in there the whole time and slept, and I could not move my neck. It's the most ridiculous Sleeping thing. Sleeping is, is, I don't know. What do is, we do when we? Yeah, I mean that's just that's just it. And, I, and it's funny. I was I had to go to the doctor a couple weeks because my arm was all jacked. Um, and I explained to the doctor, it's like, yeah, I, keep, I wake up and I'm kind of on my side and things are twisted. And he goes, oh, yeah, we, we mess ourselves up while we sleep all the time. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when you wake up and you're just like, what How? Yeah. What kind of weird G.I. Joe bendable character am I where I'm like, my arms at one arm's above mm-hmm. my head, like behind the pillow, and the other one's like reaching around and caressing my own body. Like, I'm like, what it's, the hell? It's obviously uncomfortable because you wake up in pain, but for some reason while you're sleeping, <laughs> your body, your body goes, goes, no, this is fine. Yeah, it's perfect. Perfectly acceptable. This will work out. Yeah. Morning. Yeah. Uh, up next in uh, This Week in Ask Reddit, I love this one because this is very vindictive. All right. Mm-hmm. The question starts out with the person you dislike the most wins a $10,000 shopping spree, but you get to pick the store. Oh. What store would you pick and why? Oh, I, I got it. You got it? Okay. What's oh, yours? Yeah. Very easy. One of those fancy, uh, like, Isring Housing imports. <laughs> so they can't, they can't buy anything. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Get anything you want. Like I can't. Some something where the lowest price is ten thousand five hundred dollars. Oh my god! I didn't even think about that. (laughs) You're even worse than I was. Like in my mind, immediately I thought the container store. Right. Because who needs ten thousand dollars worth of containers? But that is that is evil Mm -hmm. to send them to a place to where they can't actually buy anything with their ten grand. Right. Spending or, spree. You know, fly them to New York and, and walk them into Tiffany's or something. Yeah. Just, you know. Oh my God. That is you are you are vicious, yeah. sir. That would cause that would cause more pain than actually making them buy stuff that they don't need. Yeah. I mean, th- to me, it was either like a container or like uh, five below or like the dollar store, mm-hmm. where it's like you're just gonna have like ten thousand dollars worth of dollar merchandise. Yeah. A bunch of like you know the weird saint saint statues that they have and stuff. Or something, you know, something that's completely different to their body type. Oh, you know, yeah. Like the dress barn and or Victoria's <laughs> Secret, depending. Lane Bryant. Depending on. <laughs> Send you to Lane Bryant. Right. right. Huskies big and tall. <laughs> I, I never thought of. Do you. I don't even know if there's a store that I could. If they were even to offer me a $10,000 shopping spree. I don't know a store where I would go. I could use all of that. Mm-hmm. Effective in one store. Yeah. In one store, I don't know if there's any store that I would I, that I frequent that I could even possibly imagine putting that much money into that particular store. Mm-hmm. Like I, it would, I would be hard pressed in most stores. Sounds like a jewelry store or something. I'm looking for my right. wife or a present that I could be like, yeah, I could I could easily spend two grand in here. I think you're right. That's hard to do. It's it's hard. To and pick I'm glad up. that it's. Hard. I mean, I know some people can do that. I can't. I could never in a million years. I would if you were if you were to give me that ten thousand dollars to go shopping anywhere. I would feel guilty. I would get to like five thousand dollars and be like, "Well, the rest should go to charity." Well, either that or I would go. You know what? It's too much to give to one store. I'm going to have to go to the other store just like this one and give some to them too because I can't give it all to these idiots. Right? Exactly. I can't give all ten thousand no. just to this. That's I have foolish. to. I have to spread it around. Yeah. It's it. it 
that's an I like your evil take. But I now I feel like next week on the Awkward Boner podcast that we should figure out a story we may be able to figure to mm-hmm. actually spend that amount of money on. Yeah. Medical supplies would be fun too. Oh, to send her the medical supplies. <laughs> Boy, look, where'd you get all these splints yes. and crutches? Well, I won a $10,000 shopping spree, but my arch enemy had to choose where I shop at. There's a, there's a strangely high number of ostomy bags in the closet. <laughs> Is there a reason for that, sir? Oh, but then you feel bad for the people that actually need it because they bought know, in bulk. Right. Bought in bulk. Oh, yikes. Um, ne- up next, this one, this one kind of fits in because in a couple of weeks, I know whenever I bring this up, you always say that the, the the wedding that I officiate over actually isn't a real wedding. Right. But I've done three. I have my fourth one on deck. Mike right. is responsible for at least three nuptials yes. out there in the world. I, are they I, all still together? They all are still together. Right, I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm above the national average right now. <laughs> so hopefully this next one uh, does that way as well. But it leads me to the next question here on uh, This Week in Ask Reddit. What's the most inappropriate song to play at a wedding? Now, I'm assuming wedding reception is mm-hmm. also involved in this particular situation. We've seen the videos, right, of, of those ding-dongs with playing crazy bitch as she walks down the oh, aisle, right. that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, for me, I think this is going to this is gonna seem interesting, but the most inappropriate song for me to play at a wedding reception is any that tells people how to dance. Oh, yeah, you're right. Any of those are the most wildly inappropriate. I don't care whether it's the chicken dance, yeah. whether it's the electric slide, the cha-cha slide, whatever dumb line dance that you want to play is the most inappropriate thing there is. And the problem is it brings everyone out to the day. It, it's it, like, it, it, it's it's like e- cocaine it's for wedding DJs because they know everyone's going to applaud. It's like I can get them all excited by making them, I don't know, do the turtle or the whatever. Yeah, it's there's always something ridiculous. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got no use for any any dance that tells me or any, any song that tells me how to dance, mm-hmm. I find wildly inappropriate to be playing at a wedding reception. Um, Gregorian chants, I think, would probably... Oh, anything by Enya? Enya type oh, stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. How did, by the way, it's quickly off on a tangent, how did Enya become popular? Mm-hmm. There was that pocket of time where people were buying Enya yeah. like in mass. Just any of that weird atmospheric music that doesn't really have a melody to it. Yeah. By request from the nephew of the bride. Yeah. Here's didgeridoo. <laughs> the throat yodels or whatever it may be. <laughs> yeah. Enya's another one. I'm trying to think. There, there's obvious songs that you probably mm. shouldn't be playing. But if that's your jam, I don't have a problem with it. Do oh, you? We could go in the back here and get some of those sound effects discs that we have that we use in commercials. <laughs> yeah. And slip them into the. Oh, God. Yeah. Any already. type of production music is bad. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have an issue though. Would you? Like, you got to play this. This is this is this her is favorite great. song. She'll love this generic prod music. Like, would you down be, to Chapman's Pharmacy? <laughs> would you be offended though if someone played like "Me So Horny" from Two Live Crew at their wedding reception? It happens, doesn't it? It has to. I don't. As, I don't as have the, an as issue. As the night though. goes later, it just it just the music gets more an, ridiculous. I don't have an issue though with no. that. The people that do, I think that's on them. It's it's if it's okayed by the bride and groom, right? If you're making that request, I think you probably have to run it by the bride and groom first. Like mm. like pop sure. that pussy from Two Live Crew. 
can't just show up out of nowhere. It shouldn't. I mean, it has to get okay. And if it makes it to that stage. I think if you're going that far, you, you've, you've got to get unanimous consent. Everything from oh, like unanimous the, consent? the old great aunt that's sitting in the corner down to like the little kids who are, you know, cause Yeah, I mean, you got to know the audience, right. right? I mean, you're right. I, I, I mean, guess that's, that's, they don't need their. F- you're burning the place down at that point. I mean, that's, there's no need. The child's first. No. A child's first kind of um, coming to terms with that particular term and stuff should not be through the wedding. I think Probably. you're right on that. Should yeah. not be through through the pop to, that pussy. You have to take a, you know, a voice vote and everyone has to say I. All opposed. <laughs> nay. Yeah, nay say I to that song. We can't have that, I guess. Yeah. Bump it. But see, there's some songs that have that kind of connotation that hide it a little bit better. Right. right, bump and grind, too close from next, that kind of thing. Do you think the vinyls has ever been played at a wedding reception? Sure, of course so. Why? I don't know why. Why would you go with the vinyls? I don't know. That I, mean, situation? Look, I, I don't know why. Wedding DJs are weird. They, they That's are a weird. That's breed a weird of people. They're an odd. They're, they definitely are an odd breed. Yeah, I mean they're keeping they're keeping the hair gel industry. You know, with the spiky kind of a... Some are keeping the glitter tuxedo Glitter industry. tuxedo industry in business. <laughs> Don't There's you know walking a, into a wedding reception, you, know. you see the glitter tuxedo guy, though, you go, uh-oh. Yeah. It's going to be a long night. I saw a stat that 18% of Axe sales are to wedding <laughs> DJs. That's an absolute truth. Don't look that up, but I'm telling you, it's you absolutely be wrong. true. Yeah. You wouldn't be wrong. Thoughts real quick. Our wedding reception, we also had, it was not only uh, wedding DJ, but karaoke. As well was thrown in, that was fantastic. Yeah, it wow. was it was it was it was fun until drunk uncle tried to sing eight six seven five three zero nine and forgot half the phone number. <laughs> so it's like eight six seven, yeah, and then you had to uh, rescue look them. It up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so that leads us, ladies and gentlemen, for the Mike and Molson uh, Too Good for Radio podcast to so the awkward boner part of the uh, okay. podcast here, as we named uh, app, uh, named it last week, possibly. This comes to us from Dear Prudy. And there's a lot to unpack okay. in this particular one. We have infinite time. It's a podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast. We can go on forever. But Joe we need Rogan to take goes a... three hours sometimes. Oh, God. <laughs> no one needs that. <laughs> uh, here's how this particular letter to Dear Prudy starts. I'm a 30-ish year old man. First off, by the way, who says 30-ish year old? Mm. Come on, dude. Which means he's, he's 42. He's 72. Um, I never had a father. But I have many sisters and a mother who I grew up alongside. As a result, most of my friends are women because I understand how to connect with them very well. <laughs> Do you really? Do you really? Yeah, okay. I have a friend who I care for dearly, but she has a persistent habit of getting naked in front of me when we spend time together. Um, a persistent habit? How? How is that a persistent habit? There's more There's more to this, please. Yeah. Uh, it's not sexual. Usually she wants to show me new clothes or try on some of mine. Okay. She has a boyfriend, and he's a great guy. They have a strained, long-distance relationship, but no indication of wanting to be with other people. My friend is very beautiful, but I'm not attracted to her in any way. <laughs> And only see her as a friend. And I'm fairly confident she sees me in the same way as well. I All avert right. my eyes to her glorious breasts. <laughs> a couple of things here before we continue yes. on. All right. Does a woman... I don't know for certain because I, I have man brain. 
right? I had female friends mm-hmm. back in the day. Yep. But but there were obviously there as a man with female friends, there are certain ones where you go, okay, maybe I'm playing the long game here. Right. right. Does a woman just nude, no. get nude in no. front of a man no. for no reason? No. Of course thank not. You, thank, of th- course not. Thank you. I mean, they I don't care they, how open-minded and 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 clear and above board the friendship is. I you think, don't do that. I think once a boob makes an appearance, yeah. they're probably thinks more of that, knowing that they're a heterosexual male, mm-hmm. right? I, I think there's more to it. I don't think a random woman, a random female friend, just gets nude in front of you over and no, over for even, no for no particular reason. Not even back turned and like change the shirt and all you see is a bra strap. They won't even do that. I mean, I under even if your argument is valid here of oh she just wants to show me there's a you can go in a different room and try on you don't right. see you don't need to see the entire process of getting the 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 outfit tried on. So he continues. Um, I know that her boyfriend is fairly uncomfortable with her taking her clothes off in front of other men, and if he knew, yeah, what's wrong with that guy? Yeah, and he knew, and if he knew she did this in front of me, I think he would be very upset, and so I feel guilty when this happens. She is very sex and body positive and has strong feminist ideals that I respect, and I don't want to encroach on her identity in any way. If I if I was a woman and this was happening, I don't think any woman would find it unusual. No, I mean women get in, nude in front of other women. I think not as much as as guys us guys would think does happen, but mm. it happens. Uh, I think she just sees me the same way as her other girlfriends. What should I do? Boying, awkward boner <laughs> alert. Do you, do you, how much of this guy's story do you buy? If I'm, let's take him at his word. That she is a just free spirit, free spirit, body positive, body positive we're walking hey, around nude, we're doing whatever just, nude we're stuff. We're all just human animals on this yeah, walking exactly. around on this earth. I'm doing my nude stuff in my nude. <laughs> you just ha- you just happen to be here. I'm just gonna keep, keep nuding it up. I don't know how she separates. Even if even if that's the way she feels, there's got to be at least something in her brain that goes, "Hey, this probably isn't yeah, ideal." Especially in a relationship, yeah. right? She's strained as it may be. It it feels. T- now you may you may stop me if I'm off base here, but it almost feels to me as if she's trying to find a way out of this strained long distance relationship. And if something were to happen with this dude, then there's her out. Maybe I don't know. And if she's trying to prove a liberated point of, of men and women can be friends there's Correct. no se- you know there's no sexual tension if we just walk around nude i think we all appreciate that on paper yes um i, I just think she's gonna be surprised that it might not go the way she thinks it's going yeah uh, or not that he's gonna do anything inappropriate but no, it's like no. you know yeah if he says well I'll, she... let, me, let me join you in your nudity what but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're all we're all equal does she f- I don't know. It's a, it's a whole weird thing of like, you know, she's walking around and, and if something were to Why is arise, she trying on his clothes? Yeah, that's the other part what? of it too. And try on some of mine. I guess gender identity is different for the thir- uh, for the 30-ish crowd. I don't know for certain. So what should he do? I don't know what he's asking, dear Prudy. 
should it, it, that's open ended of what should I do? Is he asking should I tell the boyfriend? Should I tell her to say clothes? Should I remove myself from the situation? It's kind of open ended what he asked Prudy after all this information that he gives to Prudy. Yeah, I wonder what answer he's hoping to get. Right? Is he hoping to be like I should go for it? I should stop the friendship? My awkward boner is okay? Mm-hmm. Like what? It, what may it be? So here's what Prudy says. <clears throat> You can respect her ideals and autonomy while still establishing a clear boundary. Mm -hmm. No one is under an obligation to see another person naked. However, you don't mention in your letter whether her disrobing makes you uncomfortable. Rather, you write about her, how her boyfriend feels. How he feels about her body is irrelevant. He has no claim to it. So you should ask yourself what, if anything, this means to you. It seems like you feel like this isn't something that you that should happen, but why? She seems to have a level of comfort with you that you understand, so if there were no boyfriend in the picture, would you even think about this? And how much of this is an internal reaction to the feeling of being treated in the same way as her other girlfriends? If you wanted to be treated differently, that's your prerogative, but you should ask yourself why you need to draw this line if it's not about consent and nudity. If it's not, if it's just about gender, ask yourself if you want to put a barrier in your friendship over it. Maybe you're someone who doesn't want to see anyone naked in a casual environment. That's totally fair, and that's something that you can clearly express. But don't change your friendship because of how her boyfriend might feel. There's a lot to unpack in well, Prudy, though, he, too. Yeah, I mean, look, if he says, if he says, hey, you know, go ahead and change. I'm going to step out for a second because it's, it's, it's a yeah. little strange for me. Then she gets all. Right. You know, not, now she had. Now, now if, she's if, like, again, oh. If, now she maybe feels that, oh, maybe he has been sexualizing me this whole time because he feels uncomfortable that he needs to step outside. Well, it's it's an immediate challenge to her notion that, hey, we're all just free spirits and true. We, can, we can just, you know, let it swing. <laughs> As it were. <laughs> Did you ever have an uh, uncomfortable situation with a female friend, though, at all ever? Sure. I mean, I had one one time, once again in college, uh, my my friend who was well-endowed in the chesty area, right? She took me to uh, with her because she wanted my – For some, I, my, I, I've never been a fashionable dude, right? I mean, I, I, I wear things, but I wouldn't call myself someone who is in fashion. But she wanted my opinion when she went dress shopping. Okay. And so <clears throat> I st- obviously wasn't in the dressing room with her. That would have been weird. But she comes out and uh, she's like, hey, what is? how's this one? And it's strapless or whatever. And uh, I – they were they were there to be to be seen, and so I'm 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 feel I'm like well I'm just gonna look away, and she's like no you need to look at these because other people may be doing the same thing, and she's like so if I bend over like this what do you see holy moly and she and I'm like I'm not gonna she's you're like, in the store yeah, while, while yeah, she's yeah, making yeah, this announcement yeah exactly and I was just like I can't I can't she's like you need to I need to know the truth she's like look at these right I felt so uncomfortable. I was like, what uh, is going on here? Uh, I'm like, overall, maybe this isn't the dress for you. She's right. like, that's all I needed to hear. Okay. So, so yeah, so that was that was kind of a similar situation. Uh, I have not been in a situation, but please comment below if you <laughs> feel like you need to undress in front of me. Johnny will be there to be your totally platonic, not awkward at all type situation. In the mood, if you feel like you need to demonstrate the fact that you uh, are a free spirit, then uh, fine. Speaking of free spirit nudes, real quick before we wrap up up the uh, Too Good for Radio slash Awkward Boner podcast. I was, when we were in Chicago a couple weeks ago, it was hard for me to fathom 
the situation at hand because I'm just generally not a nude walker around my house, mm-hmm. right? Some people are more free than others, and I get that, right? I I've, I will maybe walk from my bedroom to or from our bedroom, a shared bedroom that the wife and I have to the room where my clothes are at, right, after a shower. Like, I don't wake up in the morning and grab it. Anyway, we're sitting there, and we're, we're at a restaurant, and across the street is apartments, right? Second floor, apartment, window is open, whatever it may be. I, I, I see a couple people are sitting there watching television or whatever it may be. Innocuous enough. All of a sudden, at one point, I'm just I'm, I'm eating my meal, and the individual takes the blanket off, stands up, and it is a naked-ass woman. No kidding. Just right there in front of – she stretches like, <laughs> like oh, I got to go get my coffee. Right. Just just for everybody to see and then walks, you know, to the next room. And, I, and uh, I'm dumbfounded. And, yeah. and my wife and her friend are like, what? I'm like, nudity just happened right across. They're like, they're like, what? They're like, what? I'm like, yeah. naked, naked person. It's like I could see maybe if you're like on the fifth floor or the fourth floor that you would be more free of being nude. Yeah. But I mean, you're you're the second floor. Like people just walking by, can, I'm I'm terrified. And I live with a cornfield to the, behind me, and I'm like scaring around, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think people kind of uh, forget their surroundings. Uh, I mean, you hear so many stories of you know even if it's you know in a crowded metropolitan area where buildings are close to buildings and you know, there's a hotel over there and people just start walking around and just completely forget that yeah i know it looks like a mirrored window across the street but they can look right through the you know it's just, right it's, it's right it's uh so yeah it's bizarre yeah that was my uh that was just the yeah. the odd weird random nudity thing where i'm just like good i god bless you if you can do it yeah. huh? it's it's not me no, I mean, it's not I, the, for me. Ladies, you start taking your clothes off in front of me, I'm going to join in. I will also take my clothes off. It's much like it you, can't, you, can't, you can't let someone drink alone. You can't let someone be nude alone. That's only appropriate. It is only appropriate. That's a word. So if you've taken nothing from this podcast, yeah. let that be the thing. If you made it this far. If you made it this far. Thank you for listening. Uh, and, and enjoy. Smash that like button, I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, subscribe. Tell a friend, share. Tell a friend, share. Do whatever mm. it is that you do I'm with podcasts. Sure yeah, I'm not quite a, quite sure either. But Johnny's always fun. Uh, the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast slash Awkward Boner. Every week we'll try to find an Awkward Boner story like, like this guy <laughs> with his weird random nudity friend. There's a goal. <laughs>